from the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, today we're going to come and actually begin digging into the book of Zechariah as we've introduced him the last couple days. And the first part here in the first six chapters is Zechariah's futures. And we have, we have introduced him as a person, as a prophet, as a key priest. And now we must look to the message that he brings us. And all visions were future in his day. Most are still future to come. We must remember as we begin to look at these scriptures that there is a difference between vision and interpretation. We will be given both the vision and the exposition of the vision, the interpretation. God doesn't leave us without a definition. Now, first off, we have Zechariah's voice in the first six verses. Let me read those four verses for you today. In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius, came the word of the Lord unto Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Edo, the prophet, saying, The Lord hath been sore displeased with your fathers. Therefore say thou unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye unto me, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will turn unto to you, saith the Lord of hosts. That sounds just like James 4, 8. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Amen. Be ye not as your fathers, unto whom the former prophets have cried, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye now from your evil ways, and from your evil doings. But they did not hear, nor hearken unto me, saith the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? But my words and my statutes, which I command my service of prophets, did they not take hold of your fathers? And they returned and said, like as the Lord of hosts thought to do unto us according to our ways and according to our doings, so hath he dealt with us. Now, remember that Zechariah was like Jeremiah and Ezekiel. He was both a priest and a prophet. The authorship of Psalms 138, 146, and 148 are attributed to Zechariah as well. And uh, conscience has been aroused by Haggai. The temple will be completed within six years. And uh, Zechariah seeks to open their eyes spiritually to the coming of Messiah's glory. He calls them to first calls them to self-examination and personal judgment, like Matthew's and First Corinthians eleven teach us. And Zechariah is one of the most often quoted books in the New Testament. All that he says is directly. Now get this: all that he says is directly through the voice of the angel of the Lord. Zechariah has no personal commentary given by the prophet himself. The words are purely God's words. Now look, I understand that all the word of God, even when we read something that David said, it's God's word and God's inspired and preserved word. But Zechariah is very unique in that God, all Zechariah did was write down exactly what the angel said. So I mean it is the most direct from the mouth of God, word in the Bible. It's a new day, a new generation, and uh, he warns them not to repeat the sins of their fathers. And we're often counseled to follow our fathers, but when our fathers, now get this, when, and I'm telling you something about your life here today, when your fathers separate from the heavenly father, we must forsake them and follow God. Jesus said in Matthew 10, 37, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. 
Psalm 2710, when my, my, my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Look, we have people in our church, the two men in our church right now, who didn't have, who, who, who were not raised by godly parents. They grew up in unsaved homes and actually somewhat very godless homes. But you know what? Then they got saved. They got a heavenly father and they began to follow their heavenly father. Our ancestry is no reason for discouragement. It does not declare a lack of inheritance. The scriptures are full of living testimonies that a bad human origin can be granted entrance into the kingdom of heaven. And many of good godly ancestry have gone to hell on the broad path of destruction. You're not going to heaven because you're born in the right house. You're going to heaven because you're born again. And it's a new day and a new generation and a heritage of carnality and idolatry must be broken to live and walk in righteousness and holy servants. The former fathers and prophets were gone. There were now new prophets, Haggai and Zechariah, and a new people. And if they would do as their fathers, God would deal with them in the same manner. His admonition is con c continued uh, by Zechariah's ex exhortation, provoking them uh, to, to love the Lord and do good works for him. And uh, repentance, listen to me, I want you to get this. Repentance is one of the highest practices of life. Repentance begins in the heart and then goes through the mind and then into our activity. A lot of people, you know, I, I said repentance begins in the heart. You know, a lot of people, thou believest there is one God. It's not enough just to know that the facts are true. Thou believest there is one God, thou doest well, the devils also believe and tremble. Knowledge in the mind does not bring repentance. There has to be something to get your heart. It begins, and out of the heart proceeded thoughts, the Bible says. Your thoughts proceed from your heart. There has to be first something to get your heart. And there were those that didn't return that they should have. They, their, their hearts, they knew, they had the knowledge of the mind, they knew they ought to return, but something didn't, didn't get their heart. And here, these are people that return. Something got their heart. And these must press on where others join them or not. It's a very small remnant that had returned. Only four of the 24 courses of the priests returned. Only 74 of the Levites. Only 128 singers of the family of Asaph. Only 139 gatekeepers. Only 392 helpers. 200,000 people and 9,337 slaves if you study your Bible. Those were all that returned. It was a small remnant. But you know what? Let people go on down the broad road. Let them go on unrepentant. But people whose hearts God has pricked, let's turn. And uh, as Spurgeon used to preach his famous sermon, turn or burn. Turn or burn. Zechariah was a man who had a heart for God. God had got a hold of his heart, and he had a heart for God, and, and he had caused him to, uh, to turn again, to know the God of his fathers, and to turn from the idolatry of his wicked fathers, but to know the God of David, and to know the God uh, that, that David loved and served, and the, Solomon, the God that Solomon served in his youth, and the temple that he had built. And Zechariah uh, began uh, to, to uh, had a bright future, had a bright future, because he had a repentant heart to know the God of his fathers. But, you know, Dr. John R. Rice, when he was alive, used to say this. He said, no matter what a man's past, his future is spotless. He also used to say that when the devil reminds you of, his, of your past, remind him of his future. Go forward today. I like that. Zechariah, from the, from the get-go, from the very beginning, reminds us to go forward today, to press on today, that great things lie before us. And I don't care what's happened in your life. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what you did. I care about what you're doing now and what you're doing today. Hey, re repent of whatever is wrong and, and let God have your heart and press forth. Forgetting those things which are behind, Paul said, and reaching forth into those things which 
which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know what? When the devil reminds you of a bad past, he's trying to discourage you and, and to defeat you and let you know that there's no hope for today. There's always hope for today when, you're, when you give your heart to God. Always hope for today. So I hope that, pray, that will be your daily practice and that will encourage you and strengthen you. Remember that God is a God of mercy above sacrifice, that he loves forgiveness. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Praise the Lord for it. Amen. God bless you is our prayer until our time tomorrow. No longer a in rags of poverty. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poor House to the Palace. From the Poor House to the Palace.